Welcome to Potadelphia. My name is Dave DiRio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster. And I'm joined by a guy who wasn't throwing anything at the players. It was the refs all along. What's up, Nico? How are you tonight? Oh, oh dangerous. Savage. That was a savage beginning to this show. Savage. Listen, nothing takes away the pain of an Eagles loss more than watching the Cowboys get eliminated from, from the playoffs. Oh, how delightful was that? <laughs> a friend uh, of mine texted us. He's like, you know, nothing, nothing's better than watching the Cowboys beat themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a uh, – just, just so everyone knows, you can find the show on Twitter, at Potadelphia. Um, and I do have a fun uh, Cowboys-related game for us. Uh, maybe not so less of a game, but just yeah, a little fun Cowboys segment. That's going to be sure. a nice palate cleanser at the end of our at the end of our Ooh, Eagles talk for today. Like a sorbet. <laughs> yes, you like prepared for the next. Philly That's a raspberry meal. sorbet. Yeah. Oh, the delightful raspberry sorbet. <laughs> Um, and before we get started, Nico, I just wanted to tell you that in preparation of the Eagles playoff game, yes. I had my uh, my children watch for the first time uh, Rocky Three on Club Saturday night, so we could watch Rocky Four on Sunday morning. See, this is what makes you a good dad. <laughs> that, you know that's that's the one thing. This is one. This is the one thing that makes you a good dad. The continuity of introdu- introducing the Rocky series in its continuity, in its in its yeah. most live, natural form. Good for you, Dave. Yeah, thanks. So thanks. Rocky three, Rocky three, Clubber Lang. How did they? How did they? Uh, you know, react toward that? Uh, hey boy, hey boy, hey boy. Listen, I don't hate the man. I pity the fool. Um, they loved it. I mean, they loved both of them. They were they were definitely into it. You know, the thing that I noticed about Rocky movies uh, recently, you know, in contrast to a lot of modern movies, is you know, Rocky movies. It's like you're you're in and out, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You get the whole thing. You get a story. It's yep. you know the same formula every time. It, they really are the king of the of the montage. Uh, it was just great. The originators of the montage. A pioneer, an early adopter of the sports montage. And then on Sunday morning, uh, my son had a, a baseball tryout. And you know what we All listened right. to on the way there? What did you listen to? Hearts on Fire. Oh, God. Like, Rocky's, like, lifting that cart in the, in, in the Russian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, Another observation that I made that, that I shared with got that, you. that know, like, uh, beard coming in, that face beard. Rocky is, like, CrossFit. And 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 uh, Drago is like Orange Theory. What do you think? What do you think of that? I I love it. I love it. Very true. Um, Dolph Lundgren, man, what a what a nice little career he made off of being Drago in Rocky. You know, yeah, he really he really parlayed that into a lifelong. Of you course, know. I mean, as, you know, would, would he go on from that? Would He Man? I I think so, but you know, everywhere he goes, it's like you know, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in the movie. It's it's Ivan yeah. Drago. Yeah, where's he? Where's he popping up now? So and uh, Nick Sirianni to get the players ready for the playoff game did a whole like Rocky motivational uh, how segment or bid or I don't know what he what he did, didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> something didn't work there. You know. I know we're going to get into this into this conversation, but there's so many different thoughts that went through my head watching the game 
kind of half watching the game because I feel like after the first quarter, I was like, all right, I know where this is headed. You know, there was really no kind of like they've had slow starts before, but this was completely different. This was completely different. It was just flat from the gate. But, you know. Oh, I I do have to I do have to take this one on the chin. He was never in He Man. He was in Masters of the Universe. Shows oh wow! Universe. Thank you, Keith, for the knowledge. Drop. He played He Man, right? Show some damn respect, <laughs> Keith says. That's my favorite part of this comment: is show some damn respect. <laughs> show some respect to a terrible movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he yeah. uh, So, uh, all right. So let's get into it. You said no, it, was, I don't want it was basically it. No, over. I don't want it. No, you don't. I don't want it. You don't want it. You no, have I to. Will. That's where you're here. Okay. Okay. Um, you, I hear a lot of things like, um, oh man, you know, maybe they should have they should have taken the ball um, to start the game. They, why, why are you giving Tom Brady the ball to start the game? Mm. Or you know, um, it, you know, if Barnett didn't commit that. They, look, all of it. Oh, come on. You know, we'll talk about all of it, but to me, all of it is basically irrelevant because they got beat in every facet of every the game, aspect of from top game. to bottom. There's mm-hmm. not one single thing that I could point to to say, well, at this this facet of the game, they they held up their end of the bargain. Or I mean, you could say the defense played okay in like maybe the second quarter to kind of limit the uh, damage a little bit but i mean just top to bottom an abject failure by the entire coaching staff and and uh, team over out coach outplayed i think the seeds of this loss were planted last week when sirianni chose to bench the starters i Ooh. know we talked about this i know we talked about this last dropping week. a seeds reference on sirianni huh yeah, did I they did. Water yeah. it all week. I, that fertilize was completely it. unintentional too. I just realized. <laughs> thank you for bringing that to my attention. I apologize in advance. That was definitely not intentional. But yeah, I, I definitely think so. You know, I was one of those people that wanted to see the starters play against Dallas at least for the first half in Philadelphia, prime time, game seventeen in the season. And I know everybody was kind of like, oh, Hurts and his kind of ankle. Why Why the game doesn't mean anything? The game doesn't mean anything. Yes, the game did mean something because they. it was kind of their responsibility to carry on that momentum that they had built over the latter part of the season with winning six out of eight straight, whatever that was, um, you know, to rest all those starters to get our asses kicked by Dallas. 50 points dropped on us. I don't care who dropped it on us, whether it's starters or backups, whatever, they're playing against our backups. But because we lost that momentum, because we had that deflating loss at home, then to go down to Tampa Bay and try to play, you know, a playoff game in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, I mean, that we that was never going to be any box of chocolates. But to go in there as flat as we did, having not played our starters in like after two weeks, you know, I just – I, I think it was a recipe for disaster. So had we played our starters last week, maybe we win a quote-unquote meaningless game against Dallas. I definitely think we bring more momentum down to Tampa Bay uh, and continue playing with that chip on our shoulder. But, you know, taking that break, no good. No bueno. I think that's why I, you we You know, I, I don't – like, I don't want to say you're wrong, but, I, you know, I just don't think it mattered – I, 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 and you know, like, so Keith jumped in here again. This this game is what you get when you let forty five percent of teams into the playoffs. Yeah, there is an expanded play. Like, a lot of stinkers yesterday. A lot of stinkers, <laughs> or on Sunday, excuse me. Yeah, 
Yeah, the <clears throat> the I just feel like the Eagles had um really shielded themselves from what football is actually like against professional football teams that are competing for a championship for so long. For so long, like the last two months of the season, you really weren't playing any team that had any reasonable chance of expecting success in any way, shape, or form that you just kind of forgot what (laughs) real competitive football was actually like. And boy, did they get dumped into a vat of ice water on Sunday afternoon. And it was like uh, shell shock. Like, what? What is Which this? is why I thought we should have played our starters it's, against yeah, Dallas I, because I, that's our only chance to play a playoff caliber team and a really solid litmus test, even if it's just for the first half, dude. You know what I mean? Go ahead and kick our butts in the second half, whatever we're going to rest our starters and get out of here alive. That's fine. I totally get that rationale. It's a meaningless game. However, you're going against all these sub-500 teams the last few weeks and kicking their rear ends. Like, Great. Congratulations. But what are you going to do against a, a playoff team? How do you know? How do you know where you stack up? That was our chance, and we didn't take that chance, you know? So Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a good point. It was sort of a – I mean, it was a tough situation because we found out after the game on Sunday that, you know, I don't know if we're in the spin zone or not, but Hertz is now wearing a, a boot. Uh, he may need – you know – yeah. We don't really know the full story. We'll never know the full story. It could be like a, you know, bruised ego injury or, or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, had that happened on Sunday. Yeah. Then you'd, you'd be, you know, we'd be whistling a different tune. You, know, you got to sit these guys. It's a meaningless week. What are we doing? Of course. It, we, of course. And the funny thing is, is I wanted Tampa Bay. Like w- when we talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago, that was the team yeah. that I was looking forward, like out of all the teams to play, um, you know, I, I was it seems like Arizona like probably LA, would have yeah. been the best bet. Arizona. Um, yep. But it certainly doesn't look like you wanted to play the Rams e- either. Uh, and I, I thought that Tampa Bay was right for the pick. Now, it'll be very telling next week um, when we see how Tampa does against you know a legitimate playoff team. Um, Rams, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there because that'll be kind of telling to say like, okay, well, the Eagles were really not ready for prime time if the Rams blow the doors uh, yeah. off of Tampa Bay, uh, which, you know, I, I'm, I don't I'm suspecting that. will happen. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, it, it's definitely disappointing on many levels, you know. Uh, and we enter this offseason now with so many questions. All right. What's so your first question? Questions. Well, I don't know. It's the elephant in the room, you know. Do we is build Jalen around Hurts Jalen the guy, Hurts right? Yeah, is Jalen Hurts the guy? I mean, it's so <laughs> overplayed. It's so overplayed. I'm sure right, I know. people listening to this are like, oh, come on. You know, I'm just going to say right now group. I'm okay with Sirianni. Like, I'm not like a yeah. let's fire yeah, okay. Sirianni guy. No, I, I don't think he's a one-and-done coach. I definitely think you got to you got to give the guy a little bit more time to grow. And this is my role. problem with the event. Like, how do you evaluate a head coach – um, when you, you feel like, you know, I don't know that we have evidence of this or not, but I feel like in the back of my mind, there's all of this, uh, pressure tampering meddling from the GM and owner on what he does as far as decision-making processes. Like, do like, I cannot, like, it would be malpractice in my mind if Sirianni continued to 
put Jalen Rager in like high leverage situations yes. week after week after week. So I have to, in my mind, think that he's getting directive or pressure to, you know, make Howie's picks look worthwhile, not absurd, like they are, like we all know they are. So it's difficult to evaluate the head coach in a vacuum when I feel like there's meddling going on. Yes, you have to evaluate the three-headed monster that's coaching this team. You know, I mean... I, but two it, of those heads are not going anywhere, ever. 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 going anywhere, ever. <laughs> and, you know, nothing against Nick Sirianni. I think, you know, especially across that, the second half of the season, you know, he kind of really came on and maybe stabilized his presence in the locker room. From what I read, from what I could see him on the sidelines, you know, he kind of seemed like he settled into the role a bit more. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's Howie and Jeffrey Lurie's hire, so – naturally they're going to hire a guy that they can they you know will work alongside them and buy into their philosophies and what they want the team to look like and how they want the team to operate you know clearly Doug wasn't wasn't jiving with that you know what I mean so right. it'll be interesting to see what direction that they go yeah, we're getting a lot of comments sure. here so Tim saying and so many picks so many picks Keith yeah. jumping in here Hertz is fine Nick is fine the draft means so much mm-hmm Tim saying the team was playing with three quarters of the salary cap talent, not on the field. Sirianni needs another year minimum. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's, you know, th these heads are making these draft picks and they, they haven't been successful with them in the past or it's been yeah. kind of a mixed bag. You know, it's, it's like round one, they're not taking what the draft is giving them. Like, you know, yeah. let the draft Everything come to seems you. forced. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, you know, you want to get crafty, get crafty in rounds three, Fourth. four, five. Yeah, exactly. But take the sure thing Just in, 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 the, in those like first couple of rounds. You can get a, you yeah, you can get a get starting player don't out of that. And that's what, cute. you know, I just don't believe that we're going to walk in on draft day with three draft picks. I don't. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Uh, Especially with where the draft picks are, because, you know, I think once you do get outside of the top 10, top 12 picks, then that's when people like Howie Roseman start getting cute with their picks and, you know, overthinking and trying to see, like, you know, what they can do. You know, Howie obviously is really big on his draft day trades and swapping picks out, so on and so forth. So, I don't know. There's so many different scenarios that could play out here. But the big one on the table that everybody talks about is what's it going to take you know, if they do decide to move on from Jalen Hurts, what's it going to take to get one of those free agent quarterbacks? You know, especially, you know, the the months old rumor of Russell Wilson. You know, what do you think it would take? If I'm out on that. I, 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 I'm out on it. I don't care what you what you're able to give up to get him. I'm out on that. Is there uh, a free I, agent quarterback out there that you would consider going out? No, I, I mean, I. The the Derek Carr uh, conversation is interesting if it's even on the table, um, but I you know I don't know I I, I don't know what the options are if it's if it's Hurts or Russell Wilson I'm fine sticking with Hurts. Same, same. And I to be honest with you I don't know if a guy like Russell Wilson wants to come to Philly and play for play for a guy like Nick Sirianni and play for an organization like this. I could see Russell Wilson going to a place like Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin and maybe finding some success there. And I think Pittsburgh has the salary cap to be able to make a move like that. Um, but, you know, 
I don't think Aaron Rodgers fits here. I don't think Russell Wilson fits here. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to touch the Deshaun Watson situation at all. Um, I'm fine with building around Jalen Hurts with these picks. But but I also am not convinced that he's the quarterback of the future. Same. It's Same. frustrating, but <clears throat> you may just have to do like how we stumbled into it with the Carson Wentz situation where it's just like, okay, just keep building. And then, you know, you find, you find that last piece somehow, some way. And maybe it's a draft. Maybe it's a young guy. Maybe you keep, you keep plugging away with QBs in the draft, late the draft. You try to hit on some like jackpot type situation with the quarterback. You you just keep on churning them out in the quarterback factory. You know, every yeah, year. There you go. There you go. Just QB factory, baby. We're deep right now at <laughs> Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. Which, uh, um, <laughs> what about the defense? That, that uh, a couple the defense ago. was kind of weird this year under uh, old Johnny Gans. Who's John... getting a lot of head coaching buzz, apparently. I think he's like, I think I, I read today he's like I, on his third or fourth interview. Yeah, I mean, like, are you hoping he gets team? one of them? <laughs> sure. Go for I mean, it. I don't know what he brought to the table this year. There was nothing that I really like. At night in another city, there wasn't really much this year that I was like, you know, wow, that was a great (laughs) advancement on defense that we saw. Um, It was just kind of the same blase defense in the playoffs. I saw Ryan Kerrigan. I saw Ryan Kerrigan out there in Tampa Bay for a snap. Yeah, he made some stuff happen. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It's funny though because if you would have said that, like, oh, they would they sacked Tom Brady four times. Um, mm. I'd have been like, "Wow, that's that's not bad." Like four more, considering the line that Tom Brady's playing behind. But you know, I know that they were banged up on Sunday. Eagles need some more. The Eagles need some more rush off the edge. I know Brandon Graham's. You know what? He's entering his age thirty-four season next year, something like that. Um, you know, aside from Josh yeah. Sweat, he's you know, aging he's better than Fletcher Cox, though. Yes, I would agree with that. But you know, I mean, that dude. I don't think I heard his name all year. <sighs> Not much. I mean, you know, he's like stopgap up the middle, but you know, I think I heard Hassan Ridgeway's name more than I heard Fletcher Cox's name. Yeah, I mean, uh, the linebacker situation. I mean, Slay was definitely the highlight of the defense uh, this year. But, I do think I mean, T.J. Edwards came on pretty well, and I do like, you know, I, I like Alex Singleton, uh, but I definitely think that there's room for improvement. What are we calling Alex, Alex Singleton? We does he have a nickname yet? I don't know, man. Guy's a guy's a savage, though. He's a savage. Maybe it's yeah. the hair. I'm not sure. He's very. <laughs> I didn't know if we had like a, is he like the animal or like what, well, what? yeah, animal. You know, I I did, I I was saying with a, a a group of friends of mine uh, on a separate text string that uh, we kind of felt like Dallas Goddard would make a really great apostle in a Jesus film, you know, and okay. perhaps Alex Singleton could be one of the apostles as well. We could we could cast. <laughs> Several eagles into, uh, yeah, but we traded Carson Wentz. Uh, well, you know, there's some other, there's some other heads in there, you know, that we can get in there a little Boy, bit. Boy, speaking of well, Carson I mean, Nick, Wentz, man, Nick Sirianni's face beard would have made him, he'd be a great high priest or maybe somebody in the Sanhedrin if you really want. But I don't think he can grow the full beard. Can you do it without being able to grow Will the somebody actual teach beard? Nick Sirianni to take that beard and just go right under the jaw instead of it being like on your face, like you can just kind of level it out a little bit it, it kind of annoyed me but maybe it's just maybe i'm the only one who it's was annoyed the, by uh, sirianni's facial hair. of not in the pantheon of greatest uh philadelphia athlete facial hair 
Yeah, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We and we you did. know what? I, I listened to that conversation again, and I was irked that, you know, we had such a paltry list of mustaches. Meanwhile, Kelsey's out there with, like, a full, yeah. like, a lumberjack beard. It's looking at Goddard. Like, what is that on your face? Yeah, I don't even know. It's carved out. It's strategic, st- strategic scruff. You know what I'm talking about? You're not just growing yeah. in this scruff. You're growing in this scruff, and then you're carving around it real good there and getting yeah, sharp it's, edges. It's more getting like a roller out. Beard. Strategic scruff. Um, all right. I mean, you want to talk about Jalen Rager dropping a punt? No, I want to talk about him fighting with Devonta, Devonta Smith on the sideline. Yeah, what is that? He's like all pissed off. That he stinks? He's like, what you mad for, bro? You're the one that's dropping the ball. You're the one that's not running crisp routes. Like, what are you mad at? What are you mad at? Here, Nico, this one's for you. Jason Jason Worth has by far the most luscious of locks, facial and scalp. Scalp. Wow. The triple play. You got to do the face and scalp scalp. combo. We haven't haven't really uh, got into, like, the whole package conversation before. Yeah. Now, listen. I don't know. Kelsey's up there, though. Kelsey's definitely up there. I think John Crook has to be in that conversation too with the luxurious mullet that he grew back in 1993. And he also. Mullets are not luxurious. Why not? Hey, it's a great adjective (laughs) to describe a mullet. Majestic. How about majestic? A majestic. I'll take majestic. Regal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so why is he mad? Why is is Rager mad? mad? What was he blaming? Because everybody's. For the rest of his life in Philadelphia, anyhow, he's going to be compared to whatever he does compared to what Justin Jefferson does in Minnesota. I mean, he's he's a flop, and it's and it stinks, and I think he knows it. And you know, bad pick, bad situation for him. I don't think there's any way out for him to find the success that he needs here to 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 win over the Philadelphia fans. I think that guy's on his way out. You do kind of feel bad because it's Howie's fault, not his. Yeah, totally. The same way that, you know, Jay Jaw took it on the jaw from Philly fans and media, you know, for being the tremendous disappointment that, that his playing career has in Philadelphia, you know, because he came out of the same draft as DK Metcalf. DK was taking what? Like, I, I don't know how many selections behind Jay Jaw, but there you go. Right. And you these know, guys have one. to, they, they have, like, they have to stay on the team because they're, they're cap hits to let them go. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, Try to save face. They're going to keep getting trotted out there. They're going to keep making these same mistakes because they are who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to lift him up to be the first-round pick produ- uh, you know, producer that you want him to be. Yeah. Hey, listen. When they picked Jalen Reger, everyone thought it was a fantastic pick. You know? There's your what? deep threat. They're, everyone thought it was a fantastic pick. The Minnesota Vikings front office thought it was a fantastic pick. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like immediate reaction. There's your deep threat. There's your speedster on the outside. And, you know, he very quickly showed us that he wasn't capable of. Oh, I, you know, I don't sit around. I don't sit around scout players all day. I don't, you know, I got a full time job, buddy. <laughs> Same. I got a couple of them. So it's tough. We got to rely on, you know, you got to trust the scouts. You got to say, like, oh, the drafting this guy for a reason. Yeah. Well, well, instead of trying to be the goddamn smartest person in the world time, why don't you just do the predictable? Th- Whatever. All right. We talked about yeah. that. I know. <sighs> what are, are you crying? Am I crying? Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? 
I'm all, I'm all out of tears, Nico. I don't have anything uh, left for 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 the birds. All right, I'll um, try. I'll get a good one in there. So, the Cowboys. All right, all right. Don't feel like talking about them. You don't feel like talking about them. No, I'll talk about them. Sure. So, did you watch the game on Nickelodeon or did you watch it on CBS? No, I watched. Uh, well, actually, I didn't really watch a lot of it. I watched the second half. Yeah, and I watched it on normal television. Yeah, all right, because I mean you're still miserable because of the Eagles game. You're kind of bouncing. Yeah, around. I'm not going to jump right back into it. You know, I need a little time yeah. to sulk. Yeah, to keep my kids engaged, I watched it on Nickelodeon. Oh, wasn't well, that nice? Yeah. And see, there you are again. Daddy and I will tell man. you that broadcast was better than ninety percent of the one o'clock game broadcasts you'll see during the season. You know, I did see a couple of stills from it. it looked incredible. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um, I mean, they it, were like slime and coaches, right? And like, you know, well, yeah, they put like all graphics on the field, like a, like slime going in the end zone when someone scored all a touch. Right. They, they had uh, like right. a feel like the field goal had like a SpongeBob in the middle of the field goal, and when it, oh, when it went go. through, yeah, it, like went to like a smiley face. It, it was. Did it was your kids funny. enjoy it? Yeah, I would watch it next year if it wasn't my team playing in it. You know. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say, how distracting would it be if it was actually your team? Stakes I would high. be kind of annoyed because they did like talk very, uh, like they were talking to kids. You know what I mean? Like they were like, yeah. you know, explaining the rules and stuff like that. Um, so you mean I, I would have actually understood this, this that football game? Then. Yeah, yeah. You would have been. You would have got it. Okay. Um, cool. So what I thought we could do, uh, if I can uh, get my computer set up uh, correctly, and this is certainly going to be one for the. Uh, Probably for the for the viewing audience more so than the podcast. But what I thought uh, we would do is go, I'll go through and show some of my favorite Cowboys memes and images okay. uh, from the weekend after the game, and maybe you can like kind of describe it maybe for the for the podcast, and then <laughs> give me give me your reaction. Okay. Some of them are uh, older jokes um, that I uh, that I found like should be included. Some of them were newer uh, images and and memes that I that I thought were funny. So. Um, Lay it let me on see me. If I, Let's roll. Let's see, let me see if I get this guy. So share my screen if I can do this. All right. So you want me to All dictate right. what I'm seeing to our listening audience? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the first one. Oh, very. <laughs> here we have a here we have a bag of Doritos. Dak Prescott's sulking mug. Oh wow! There's Jerry Jones in the background too, and uh, the flavor is Nacho Year. Yeah. I thought that was a good one. year. I like that one. I that like it. It's very well done. It's uh, there's also a crying Jordan up here in the top. Oh. Did you catch? <laughs> <laughs> no, who's that sulking to the left there with the? Uh, is that? Oh, is that's that Zeke? Uh, that's Zeke. Is that that's Zeke. Yeah, but I like Jerry Jones and the, feed me. the crying Jordan. Feed me the Doritos. <laughs> the, the nacho Love year it. flavor. Well, yeah, right. I, and I don't even remember what order I have these in. So let's did see you put that. these together? You put this together. Yeah, I put this together. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. excellent. Here's this one. What do you think of this one? <laughs> so we have four options here of shapes. We have a pentagon, a hexagon, an octagon, and the last shape, Dallas star, season gone. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, what's your favorite shape? <laughs> For the geometry the uh, fans gone. out there. So they've got the season Very, gone. Well played. Well played. All right. Let's see what's next. What's next? Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a 
a gentleman not to be named. <laughs> no, yeah, it's Kyle Rittenhouse with the it's Kyle Rittenhouse the the famous crying uh, Kyle Rittenhouse with the Cowboys cry. hat and uh, and jersey on. The very timely one, you know. I, you know yeah, that very, was very uh, timely. <laughs> so, the, so Kyle Rittenhouse ugly crying with a Dallas jersey and Dallas hat on. Yeah, fittingly so, along with all the rest of the Dallas Cowboy fans. Yeah. Who subsequently are also fans of every other team that won a championship in the late 80s and early 90s. <laughs> yeah, let's see what's next. What's next? All right, it's uh, it's whoa, what are those discs even called? I forget what they're even called. That's a is that, uh, that's a what is that a three and a quarter a floppy? Three and a quarter inch floppy? No, three is a three and a half. I don't even remember anymore. And it says. And it's labeled Dallas Super Bowl pictures. Oh, yeah. my my kids have no idea what this is. When I showed it to them, they were like, "I, I have no I, idea I, what I, that I, is." I uh, like that. Yep. This is also like the the companion meme to the uh, the uh, VHS cassette tape that, that says, yes, of uh, course. "Yeah, Super Bowl highlights." The one um, that you uh, the one that you stick in the uh, Lamborghini rewinder, you know, the car. <laughs> yes, and shove it in I there like so it automatically rewinds the <laughs> tape. There. All right. <clears throat> All right. This is good. This is good. You got more, right? You have yeah, I got more? I got a couple more. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. With this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's a fully suited up Dak Prescott looking to the mirror, but the reflection of the mirror is a bag of trash. Well played. <laughs> a big bag that's a, of That's a classic. Yeah. That's always interchangeable. Trash. <laughs> oh, I knew I was just getting you to be garbage. able to say trash. So. Oh, you just wanted me to say trash or yeah. garbage? <laughs> all right i'll say Keep trash going. and garbage <laughs> i like this next one so the it's a it's a picture of tom brady with the super bowl championship t-shirt on his daughter is holding the vince lombardi trophy uh masked very responsible and the caption is tom brady's daughter has held the super bowl trophy more times than the cowboys have won playoff games in 20 years She's eights. <laughs> Fantastic. I also I saw uh, saw some other statistics, like um, uh, like how many quarterbacks have won more playoff games than the Cowboys in the last twenty years. And mm -hmm. uh, Nick Foles is, of course, on that list with four uh, playoff wins, as opposed to the Cowboys' three playoff. The wins. venerable Nick Foles. And the, uh, yeah, and also the the what was the other thing? The Cowboys have uh, have made the playoffs eleven consecutive years without making an NFC Championship game. Also, another record, both uh, contingent on your success yeah. to be able to make the playoffs, but also your futileness when you make it into there. Yeah, so. when you get there, you don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a couple more. I don't know. Oh, wow. Here we go. So it's a gentleman wearing a sombrero. He's looking fantastic. Has yeah. a luxurious mustache. I also, and, I, I also uh, find it hilarious. This is Mexican word of the day instead of like yeah. Spanish word of the day. But Yeah, okay. Mexican word of the day. Uh, you know, I, I think that's questionable material there. But in, in any event, Mexican word of the day is Dallas. That is Dallas game the Cowboys are going to play this year. Dallas <laughs> there game. You go. Yeah, the yeah. Cowboys are going to play this yeah. year. Excellent. Yeah. All right. What else That's, we got? Anything else? Yeah. Oh, this one was one of my favorites. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm having trouble seeing who's at the top there. So, all right. It's, like... it's the Impractical Jokers group. Okay. Maybe I could zoom all in right. a little bit. Here. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we... <laughs> okay. Now, Dak, run the ball up the middle of the field with 14 seconds left and no timeouts. So it looks like they're calling the play. 
Oh, right. there's the ref setting the ball. Yep. And now they're all that. Yeah, because that's the Either format of the show, right? They like tell them what to do. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I see where you went there. Yeah. See where you went there. Uh do I have any more? Let's see. Yep. All right, one more. All right. Who who are those three? Okay. So you're not a, a succession uh fan? Oh, I'm not yeah, dude. I it's not that I'm not a fan, it's just I haven't I haven't haven't. Okay. Well, this is an Can iconic image from uh season three of Succession. And um okay. It's the it's the Roy children uh, in sort of a state of despair with uh, full cowboys uh, regalia on, and okay. I think that's my oh no I got one more oh we just had to show the sad uh, oh that couple in the top left hand corner is the best <laughs> they are the best that's a that's a meme that that that's a, that can translate that could go for the next five years. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like re-meme it. Oh, yeah, I got another one here. Oh, wait, what did I do? There we go. You've got quite a collection here. Yep. Oh, excellent. Dave, I, well done. Well done. Oh, wait, what's this last one? Why don't you go ahead and you can take Yeah, so this one. is the shooting Bring meme. So it's, um, and both the shooter and the victim are both labeled the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are uh, killing themselves. Killing themselves. And, and then, yeah. uh, you know, but the refs, the blaming the refs at the, <laughs> at the end of the game. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta hats off to you, my man. Thanks. You do. And, and you are able to come up with all of this creativity with a full-time job being dad. I, I, didn't, I will say I didn't make these memes. I, I, I did just source them. Oh, do you, here I yeah. am sitting here thinking that you no, created no. these memes. These you are just the ones just, that I found. You should have held my... on to that a little bit longer. I, I would have. <laughs> I had you. Well, I don't want to be like Gene on the last episode where he gives us a bunch of information about uh, uh, micro brews and then after the show ends goes, Yeah, I made all those up. I was like, Well, you should have dropped that joke. (laughs) Yeah, he made those all Uh, up. I was like, Well, you should have dropped the joke on the show. So we knew. Poor Gene. Him and that fan, that that oscillating fan from the vet he's got in the background. Oh, uh, man. All right. So what else around the league? So what did you um like? What were your takeaways from the, the from the weekend? Like, what are your like, do you think you have like a Super Bowl prediction out of this? Uh, what are you looking forward? You know, to I today? am really, really and like a lot of people too. you know, there's always a soft spot in my heart for Andy Reid. And I want to see Andy Reid f- find continued success in the playoffs. But I really, really am pulling for the Buffalo Bills to continue that journey, man. I, I, I think that'd be an incredible thing for that team, for the organization, for that fan base, which is a rabid fan base. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, sentimentally. Yeah. The Bills Mafia? The Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You're going to join the Bills I'm Mafia the this Bills next mafia. week? I've got, I've, I, I have a coworker and friend that is a part of the Bills Mafia. He's very passionate about it and I respect it and I enjoy hearing his take on things. Um, but yeah, just for that fan base and for that city, I think that'd be a it'd be an incredible thing for them to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that's the game that I am circling on the calendar to like make sure I watch from beginning to yeah. end next weekend. Is that that Bills Chiefs game? That's the Bills Chiefs game, game is going to be yeah, it's yeah. going to be huge. And I think they made it at the last game too. I, I think they're Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm also I'm also excited to watch the the Bengals. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Bengals Titans, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, and I think the Bengals have a shot to to win that game. Um, yeah. 
you imagine? I, I mean, I think that'd be incredible if the Bengals win and the Bills win. Bengals at Buffalo for AFC Championship. I mean, wow! Talk about two franchises that haven't been there in a long time. So yeah, um, yeah. it'd be really cool to see that. So we'll see what happens. You know, AFC uh, the NFC is a little a little less. I'm a little less enthusiastic for those games. Yeah. I feel like the the Niners Green yeah. Bay game is going to be kind of um, well. I mean, you know, you never know, yeah. but uh, yeah, you got to think Green Bay is going to going to be able to take that one pretty easily. I, yeah. I, I will say the Rams uh, Bucks game is you know I have interest in that. Um, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. So yeah, yeah we'll I think we'll Bills see. Bills Packers Bills Bucks. That's what Bills, I was thinking because you know if you get a good team like the Bills. To make it to the Super Bowl, there's got to be, you know, the Darth Vader of the NFC, Tom Brady. They, they got to get through Tom Brady to get their championship, kind of like the way that the Eagles had to. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's Bill's Bucks from what I saw this past weekend. Okay. But we'll see what happens. Watching any Sixers? No. You? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, obviously I was following the Sixers very closely, especially during Joel Embiid's streak of 30-plus games. You know, who, yeah. who couldn't? But, you know, am I watching the Sixers? Yeah, kind of. Am I watching the Sixers rumors or Googling Sixers rumors? Like, you know, every 20 to 30 minutes throughout a workday? Maybe I am, yeah. maybe I'm not. Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons yeah. watch? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. What Do you, do you think there's anything's going to happen there? Uh, to be honest, I think it's just going to go the whole season. Yeah, which is I think a shame it's be because you're wasting season. a whole season of Joel Embiid's health. You know, uh, it's <laughs> I. If you feel like you can get more in the off season than you can now, fine. But that's as far as it's got to go. I mean, it can't. I just really would hate to see them punt a full season of Joel Embiid in his prime. But it's already punted. I mean, what are you going to get now that's going to push you to be a championship contender? Yeah. Like right now, what are like what is a legitimate? I don't think there is a legitimate option, you know, or I don't know what they can do. I mean, there were actually a couple of rumors with or trade simulations, if you want to call them, whatever the heck you want to call them. You know, there was one with the Celtics that I kind of liked for a second, you know, sending Simmons to the Celtics. Um, yeah, but, for Jalen Brown. Yeah, for Jalen Brown, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, there's no scenario out there that really makes me feel good about anything in this situation at all. So um, I, I, think it's, I think it's unfortunate to, again, waste the season of Joel Embiid healthy and in his prime but you know if waiting this thing out and uh, here's tim with a comment here i kind of want to see simmons retire as a sixer with no more games played <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to rick paul about that one and, and see, <laughs> see how he feels um <laughs> but rich paul excuse me sorry what i call him rick um but yeah, there's nothing really out there that's very enticing at all, unless you get that third team on it and send Simmons to the Kings and send, you know, yeah, it's kind of a tough Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox somewhere, and you know, we can grab. Oh, here, here's one, here's one. How about this? Go ahead. So we send Ben Simmons and a couple of ones to the Kings, right? Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm getting ready for you to say something that I disagree with. <laughs> 
All right, so here it comes. Preparing myself for it. When you said a couple of ones, I kind of got like, okay, well. Yeah, you know, lightly protected, kind of mildly protected, whatever you want to call them. Simmons Simmons and a couple couple of ones. ones. All right, so Simmons and a one. Simmons shaking a one to the king. Okay, Okay. for who? They sent the king send Darren Fox and Halliburton to the Celtics, and we get Tatum. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, sure. All right, thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I would do it. Yeah. No, yeah. Tatum and Embiid, they could do some damage with Maxi. Good talk. Good talk. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I know you're not watching the Flyers. Uh, not right I'm now. I'm not watching the Flyers lose eight straight. Yeah. I have no interest in, in that. Yeah, that's all. an unfortunate situation for sure. So I'm kind of just spinning my wheels. We got Union kicking off next month. Yeah. Um, Major League Baseball is still. Uh, it's tough. It's tough time right now. This is a tough time. Eagles eliminated. Do you want to talk about something other than sports? You want to? Um, is there, is yeah, there anything else? About? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm just throw, I'm throwing it out there to you. You know these these are these are hard times. Lean, <laughs> lean times for Philadelphia sports. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, it sounds like that's a wrap for us tonight. What do you think? It does sound like this. You know what? It's hey, listen. We've we've gotten it off our chest. I feel a lot better. It's a very cathartic. Listen, you got like the show goes as long as the show goes. Okay. You know, unless it goes longer than an hour and then it stops. Oh, okay. Then it's a hard stop. Yeah, I feel like you know. You and I, we could talk more about Rocky for the next 18 minutes. I hey, listen, I've never shied away from a Rocky <laughs> conversation, and you know that. I would never All shy right. away, but for you know, for the sake of viewing audience, I don't want to subject them to that. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for today. We'll be back next Tuesday. Will you be back next Tuesday? I can I can come back if you'd all like right. Well, you're gonna be back next Tuesday. Maybe Gene will be back from uh his uh thespianistic activities oh is that where he was tonight he was uh yeah he's out he's doing um he's doing his the stage thing richard the third starring jeans <laughs> did you watch the tragedy of Macbeth yet on uh Apple? Oh, don't say it don't say it oh, no. Do I have to, like, don't spin around it. five times or something like? the scottish play <clears throat> don't say it well yeah check it yeah, out you guys spit and curse and Spin around a few okay. times. Yeah. All right. We're adults now. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, some of us. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back right next now. Tuesday at 9 yes. 15. If you haven't done so already, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Potadelphia. If you have any more time in your podcast listening day, be sure to check out the whip around for all the week's weird news. Um, And also check out the painted lines on YouTube for your wall-to-wall Philly sports coverage. Um, Until next week, have a great day at work, everybody. We are out of here.